Welcome, y'all. On today's episode of the Steel Magnolias podcast, we are giving ourselves and you a little pep talk before we get into our more southern-natured topic, which is going to be a southern staple field peas, not those green little pellets that are served with carrots. We're not talking about those. These are different. You may have even heard our guest last week mention that she misses having lady peas now that she's a New Yorker. So whether they're your favorite or you have no idea what I'm talking about, I hope you enjoy today's show. And I wanted to let you all know that we have a special bonus episode that releases this Friday to our Patreon community. If you'd like to get in on that and other perks, check out how to support us at patreon.com slash steelmagnolias. Thank you to those of you that do support us. This show would not be able to carry on this long without you. Okay, meet y'all at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Well, Laura Beth, we lost a great Southerner this week. I think I know who you're going to say. The wonderful Hammer, Hank Aaron. Yeah. So even if you don't follow baseball, you might know Hank Aaron's name. I mean, he's one of the greats, greats. And so I felt like we needed to just... Tell a little bit about this great baseball star that yeah. was born and raised in Mobile, Alabama. One of seven children. Wow. Families are so large then. Wow. And um, he was two weeks shy of his 87th birthday Dang. when he passed. So anyhow, Hank Aaron played 23 seasons of Major League Baseball, 21 of those for the Braves. Wow. And he's considered one of the best ball play- best baseball players of all time. So, yeah, most people have heard the name, even if they're not huge baseball fans. Yeah. Um, He was a great right fielder, but an even better batter. Um, His 755 career home runs beat the longstanding record of Babe Ruth, and he held that record um, as the most for 33 years. That blew my mind. You don't hear who beat out Babe Ruth. I mean, and that, he beat him out for decades. 33 years. You know how yeah. once a record is broken, it's often broken again yeah. shortly after? Yeah, because people so see really, it's possible. Exactly. That yeah. blew my mind. Um, he hit 24 or more home runs every season from 1955 to 1973. Wow. And he is also one of only two players to hit 30 or more home runs in a season at least 15 times. Wow. Um. In 1963, he stole 30 bases and hit 30 home runs, and he was the first Atlanta Brave to reach 3,000 career hits in 1970. So dang. Well, I have a I have an excerpt from a blog by Sean Dietrich. If y'all aren't following Sean Dietrich, he's also called sometimes Sean, Sean of the South. Yeah, he is a fantastic writer. writer, and he writes a new blog every single day. So Amazing. if you subscribe to it. You'll get it right in your email. But he wrote an interview that he did, not with Hank Aaron, but with a man that played with Hank. His name's Howie. He's 85 years old. He called him on the phone in the last week to talk about Hank Aaron since they'd played um, on the Braves team together. And this is what um, Howie said. He said, in those days, 
Hank wasn't even allowed to eat with us. They made him eat meals on the bus sometimes, but he always had that smile. Even in the midst of bad times, like I said, he was a good man. Howie still remembers the day Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record much later in Aaron's career. Howie recalls exactly where he was sitting when Aaron's name was transformed into folklore. The year was 1974. Nixon was in office. Stevie Wonder was on the radio. Aaron had been receiving death threats and racist hate mail for months regarding the issue of breaking the record. Wow. It was a chilly April night. There were 53,775 fans in Atlanta's Fulton County Stadium, the largest crowd the stadium had ever seen. I've got goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And I've already read this. Millions more watched at home. TVs were glowing from Maine to California. And Aaron hits his 715th home run. Fans flooded the infield. People cheered until they lost their voices. And 54,000 rejoicing Georgians nearly reduced the stadium into rubble. Anyways, and it goes on wow. and on. So that's a great, if you have any wow. interest in um, knowing more about him, the Hank Aaron blog is really good. But Yeah, that's a big loss for it is the South. And um, yeah, I can only imagine the stories that that man carried. From the time that right. he lived in the right. circles he walked in. But um That anyhow. sounds movie worthy. I'm For not sure. sure if they've have discussions in And of these course circles. his youth hero was Jackie Robinson. Of course. So, who um, did have a good movie. Yeah. 42. So maybe they will make the yeah. make the movie of Hank, the hammer. Wow. Well, thank you for mentioning that. That's yeah. a good it's always good to remember those that broke records and pioneered things. And, yeah. Um yeah. Thankfully, he got to live on this earth 87 years. That's right. Almost. Almost. And he died at home in Atlanta. Okay. Apparently in his sleep. So at least uh, it was peaceful. That's how I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to, um, I don't know, maybe I want to call this a pep talk to start out with. I didn't, I didn't really intend for it to be that way, but I just thought I would start with spending some of our podcast time today with some real, authentic, honesty yes hopefully people like hearing honest things I know I do um I mean if there's anything 2020 taught us it's that no one has it all together no one has no one has need for nothing I know that's that's a lot of like negative things I just said but no one has need for nothing so we actually quite blatantly need each other more than ever and I think people are finally wakening up to that and reacting even to in that. America yeah. especially in America yeah so I saw a clip from one of the nighttime talk shows that I'm, I'm going to circle back to at the end of what I'm just going to share here real quick and I think I think many of you know that this podcast is not like our full-time job it's not our part-time job it's literally just purely a passion project right for us we love doing this as much as we love southern culture we love southern culture so much that That we we wanted wanted to to do do this (laughs) that that is our reason for hitting record every sunday afternoon at laney's kitchen table but it not being a job or something required of us or something that someone else has structured and tasked us to do remains sometimes hard to like encourage ourselves in the keeping on keeping on absolutely so even though we love it and 
that's just true. That's it's just, just that's how just life, life is. Yes. And I don't know what Larbeth's about to share, just so y'all know. I, I'm hearing this for the first time, too. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, okay, where are we going? Well, so, you know, I, I, I know for a fact that everyone listening to this, even if you've never created something from scratch, like we did this, that you've had days upon days upon days where you've had to like encourage yourself oh my lord or you needed encouragement maybe you didn't you didn't even have it in you to muster that much up so um if you've listened if you've been listening for very long though you know that this podcast has also afforded us some very cool opportunities some amazing interviewees that we've gotten to have on this show just fun life experiences absolutely in general so I'm saying all that to say, like, we're not going anywhere. Like, don't, like, start freaking out or anything. But, <laughs> like, our podcast is categorized in the places and travel section of Apple. That's how where they, they put That's us. where they think that we fit best, I guess. And, I mean, we're regularly in the top 100 in yeah. that category. Like, we see people like the show. But yet still, again, I'm saying that to say, yet we still sometimes need to encourage ourselves and that is even being in that category and doing that sort of ranking among the one million plus podcasts that are out there is like incredible so I feel like I'm building this up way too much but it is quite astonishing that we've been able to do what we've been able to do with no celebrity because we're not celebrities right we didn't have a fan base or any sort of clout that we carried before like hey let's do a podcast because we're already famous and we'll have lots of (laughs) listeners now so you know we know that even still today even being now in our third season it's still a small base of listeners that are regularly tuning in that have even stepped out financially to support us there's 20-ish people that are in our patreon community and we are very very grateful for those people that doesn't sound like a big number but in the matter of month to month expenses for this podcast right that does make a huge difference so i asked myself going into 2021 like who are we like in terms of our podcast what do we want to do what's different about us versus any other podcast that's On out the, there in that department Speci- yeah specifically of- places and travel or sure ones that are focusing on southern culture where are we going and I will be honest that I'm still trying to figure a lot of that out and I know that it's important to figure out because I know identity is huge well, you've done marketing so you know yeah how important that is and then so I so in honesty I don't have all of those questions <laughs> answered but enter the Jimmy Fallon clip oh. that I came across. Okay. So I think I'll just play it. It's like three minutes. But I think it's important for you to hear the story from Jimmy Fallon in terms of, wow, like there is still so much hope for those that are creating okay. out there. Okay. Hey, so, uh, so... Oh, during the, the quarantine, you know, we were, we were doing the show from, uh, I was doing the show from my, from my house and uh, just standing in there. And uh, when they finally, like, let people, they opened up essential businesses and stuff like that, I went to a hardware store to get a, a light switch. I was going to install a light switch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I did. And I did a good job. Okay. I know how to do it. Okay. So I go to this hardware store. So I'm in the hardware store and I hear this song playing. 
And it's so good. I go, what is this song? Do I know this one? And it's like, if you're going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging. I go, what's great? So I, I Shazam the song. I go, and it's uh, by Thad Cockrell, T-H-A-D, Cockrell. And it's about like, anyways, it's about like if I, can't, if I lost you. Uh, anyway, let me just play a little jam of it here because it's, it's, it's good. So it's uh, probably, it's almost like two songs. It's this jam. It's like... So if I lost you, right? And then it goes. So I didn't rock out like that. But in my head, <laughs> I had the mask on and everything. And I'm just like, oh, this is a jam right there, man. So I was maybe doing a little of this groove type of thing. But then it became my anthem. Because I'm like, yeah, man, this is like, when you want to give up, don't give up. Just go, you, if you're going to go down, you go down swinging, man. Yeah. So I, I get into it. That's my anthem. I love the song. Anyways, long story long. Thad Cockrell, he released this record. No one knows it's going to be a pandemic. They put all this work into this album that comes out. They have a pandemic. Oh, your old plan's pushed to the side. So he, this is, if you go on his Instagram, he tells this story, and it's, it's, it moved me. Anyways, this is, so he's, he writes a whole manifesto to his manager and says, um, I've I got to think of something else to do. I think I'm going to stop. Uh, I'll think of a different job. I mean, I'll, I have other th things I can do. I'm talented. I can think of do something else. So he's actually going to, uh, to start something new. And on January 3rd, he sends it to his manager. Uh, January 4th, the manager calls him. Uh, and they, they said, we're not going to talk about this manifesto thing uh, because we just got a phone call from The Tonight Show. And... Uh, yeah, he's like, you're going to be on The Tonight Show. And he was like, what? And he said that he cried for an hour. <laughs> they thought the phone cut out. <laughs> he's like, wow. the phone cut out? He's like, oh, it's just like, and he goes, it just goes to show, don't give up. Because you never know, some moron's going to walk into a hardware store. <laughs> and Shazam, your song. And he is coming on our show Tuesday. This Tuesday. Bad Cockrell, and he's playing with the roots live Ooh. in studio. That's what I'm talking about. Ah, go down swinging. I love it, man. Uh, uh, it's so cool that uh, we get to do stuff like that. So I, I know actually that name, Thad Cockrell, because I think he lives here in Nashville. Of course he does. Didn't know that either. He's a Southerner. I looked him okay. up even more after this. Uh, he was born in North Carolina. So I knew like his name. Kind of. I okay. definitely couldn't have told you a song that he sings. Okay. I couldn't have even told you what genre he fits into. But I was so encouraged when I heard that because you you do. You literally never know who is going to come across your work. That's Whatever true. work that that's is. That's right. Doesn't your graphic, have to be your entertainment. That's right. Um, and I'm encouraging myself in, you know, someone very well could be listening even to these episodes that recognizes something in us that would further our love of Southern culture into new mediums or into new people groups. And it was just very, very encouraging me. I wanted to just share it because I know there's others listening here that could use, anybody can use encouragement That's these right. days. I mean, days are hard. And so if you're thinking about writing that letter of resignation or closing the account or don't even want to open the account mm -hmm. or you know, whatever it is, um, if you go to 
that guy Thad Cockrell's Instagram, you know, you hear his version of it and it's very sweet. And he kind of ends by saying a lot of people said in 2020, pivot. That was kind of a buzzword. Like, yeah, I'm just trying, I'm pivoting, I'm doing this. And he was like, and I'm just seeing the treasure of staying the course. There is sometimes a need to pivot, but sometimes there's just something Press to be said on. about staying the course. Pressing so, on. That's right. There, one's not better than the other, but also let's not all jump ship and go pivot in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> to 2021. Maybe yeah. some of us are just supposed to be, you know, pressing on. And what an encouragement he got for sure that quickly too. That to, is so good. Yeah. That's so, so good. Well, in my... um going through a second surgery, a second time of just being um, literally not very mobile. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a lot of time to read. And one of the things that's jumped out to me, actually, I looked it up because I knew of this character in the Bible doing this, but I was looking, rereading the story of David encouraging himself in the Lord is what Mm -hmm. is the way it's worded. Yeah. Because, you know, so often you're hoping you're, Friends are going to be cheering you on and you're hoping your parents are going to be cheering you on and whatever. And they usually are, but Mm -hmm. maybe not in the way you thought or on the day you thought or whatever. Right. And so a lot of that has to come from our own encouraging ourselves. And that is where it's really tough. Yeah. You know, sometimes to stay the course and just cheering yourself on. Yeah. And um, so anyway, that's something goes along with this yeah really I've had to do a lot yeah like okay (laughs) yeah I know I think I kind of sort of tiny bit see the light at the end of the tunnel and nobody's great at it even like motivational speakers come on they what kind of days do they have right they have these daily yeah so thank you for sharing that yeah well and it was funny too after I went and saw the guy's story on his own Instagram account he ends it by saying and I had already intended to share all this today oh okay he had he said I hope people will share this video and it'll be encouragement to other people. So he was even seeing a broader picture of his story being an encouragement to those that, you know, are creating or innovating and and really trying something new. So, well, I have to tell you, since I said, I didn't know where you were going Mm -hmm. when he mentions, when Jimmy Fallon mentions being in the hardware store and the lyrics. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Toby Mac because Toby has a song that says, if I go down, I'm going to go down swinging. Oh, that's so true. And so I was like, oh my gosh, he's going <laughs> to, he's heard a Toby song. This is awesome. Close. Anyway. Yeah. So Toby good. too is going down yeah, swinging. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a good song too. All right. Let's talk about peace. Okay. So I picked this topic of field peas because I was thinking I had it in my list of subjects possible subjects under winter because I think of you know black-eyed peas and New Year's Day and just kind of cooking things in one big pot like how you make chili or something like very comforting yes comfort food warm comfort food but the technically field peas are a they're in season in the summer yeah I know I was thinking sorry about that no it's great (laughs) because you can buy these dried or frozen year round and eat them year round so no it's it's just funny because i had this under winter but then as i got researching i'm like oh yeah fresh in the summer sorry (laughs) i think of them more in the winter anyhow 
our content editor. <laughs> yes. No, I love I was glad to talk about him because I felt like we haven't touched on this at all, but I also thought it was funny it was almost mentioned verbatim last week's on last week's episode so that even reiterated it to me i'm like see we do need to talk about field peas yes and so yes our conversation with elizabeth she mentioned lady peas she did okay. yeah yeah so anyhow fe- um field peas crowder peas cream peas you may have heard um of one of these breeds along with the black-eyed pea mm-hmm. um those are all part of a larger species of actually beans not peas we <laughs> just like complicating things um that are called cow peas or sometimes called southern peas right but yes they are technically beans yeah. not peas so should i name the episode beans i was going with pep talk and peas i'm sticking with sticking with peas no they're called peas um anyhow that um there's lots of different names for these cow peas um they are adaptable and heat tolerant drought resistant so they did well in the south of course um if you don't if you never tried these most people have had black-eyed peas somewhere. I think so. so they're similar in texture and flavor, but different. Yeah. It's, each of them are different. Each of them are different. There's different, you know, creaminess or, you know, the bitterness or they're just different. So you yeah. got to just try them all and see what your favorite is. Um, anyway, the Crowder pea variety gets its name from the way its peas crowd inside the pod. Now, I've never shelled these. Right. Some people, that's what you did at grandma's was shell the peas and um, then cook them. I've only ever gotten these like where I had to cook them from frozen, cook them, like soak them because they were dried. Dried. That's mostly what I've done. Yeah. Or um, I have had some like black eyed peas and things out of the can. Yeah. I would say most people have done dried or can. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're great to get frozen even because you can, you know, just have them on hand. Um, I'll talk about cooking in a minute. But anyhow, um, there's so many different names for these. I kind of wanted to even talk about some of the different names in case people had, don't know what I'm talking about, but then they're like, oh, my grandma made that or my aunt made that. Yes. Um, Some of, there's purple hull peas. There's um, Emily Lee's. White Acres, Pink Eyed, which are look similar to the Black Eyed, but different. Their okay. coloring's different. Okay. Um, Dixie Lee's, Colossus. Um, the Sea Island Red Pea. That okay. one I have cooked before, and it was the original that was used for Hoppin' John. Okay. A lot of, it's harder to find, like, you're not, I don't, I can't find it at Kroger. Yeah. You have to really, I have to order that. Okay. I think Whole Foods may carry, um... Sea Island red peas. Oh, okay. But anyway, it's, it's going to be different it's everywhere. Be a, that's in right. The country anyway, where you so, live. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's so many different varieties. Whippoorwills. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds like one grandma named that. Like that's Maybe what she one did. family did. There's a Clemson purple that probably came out of South Carolina. That's right. There's a Texas cream, a Mississippi silver. Um, so many different ones, but. They are similar but different. So it's kind of fun if you ever see them on a menu right? to try them yeah. as one of your sides just yes. to kind of see, do you like it or not? I like creamy better. Yeah. Than Have like you had butter better. beans? I think that's probably the only variety I've had that, and I do love those. Yeah. Those are yummy. 
And we we should probably name some of the other even varieties of the way that you may hear lady peas yes. described as well. Lady peas go by a number of names, including lady cream peas, lady cow peas, conch peas, zipper cream peas, and black-eyed peas, crowder peas, field peas, and lady peas, um, like you said early, that they're all the variety of cow peas or southern peas. I know you said that earlier, yeah, but I yeah. just wanted to reiterate, all of these are... <laughs> <laughs> same family categories and- yes <laughs> um but i thought so yeah so they're, if they're beans then then they're legumes which i wasn't even familiar with the word legume yeah am i saying that right well and it's such a great um protein source yes that this is a wonderful thing to have on hand yes because it can be a side but if you end up with somebody that's you know vegan vegetarian something and you need like some protein for them this is a great exact source yeah I thought all beans would have been would be on all like dietary changes that anyone would make whether you're what any of the diets I thought like beans would be like your rock star in it but I just recently learned I haven't done whole 30 but that you don't eat beans on whole 30 on whole 30 okay so that's where I first learned the word legume okay <laughs> like you can't have black eyed peas chickpeas beans peanuts and lentils that's a hard one and I that for lentils me lentils in my pantry right now just because that's an easy thing to fix but you do eat a lot of protein um, yeah. via meat sources mm-hmm. on whole 30 so I okay. guess that's, that would be an overload of protein if you were incorporating those. Interesting. Well, yeah. your husband is one that doesn't like beans. So would he ever taste something like that? So he can like do a whole 30. Just kidding. We've never, we've, we've never tried. But I wonder if he would try like a lady cream pea if you called it that and he didn't know it was a bean. Maybe. I think you should try it. He was just saying. to these though. So I'm already busted. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. He would be like, I love it. Good. We found a bean you eat. Okay. Well, should we talk about just cooking these? Yeah. Because no matter yeah. what your breed, if you will, they're pretty similar in yeah. how you cook them. Yeah. I'm going to keep this pretty basic because obviously there's lots of variety of um, ways you can fix them. Yeah. And again, I th- was thinking of these for winter. Right. There's ways you would cook them differently. I would put them with tomatoes and corn if I was having it in the summer. If you're making a summer salad, then it's going to be cold with tomatoes. Yeah. So anyhow. Yeah. But I think of cooking in one pot. Yeah. Where you kind of have, and again, I'm not vegetarian. So I'm starting with some kind of pork. Again, in the South, all we do to our vegetable side plates is make them either... um, meat lovers or a pasta <laughs> well I have done fast before where I you know had veggies that didn't have any yes meat in it but it's tricky if you're even if you're in a eat- restaurant like a cracker barrel oh, yeah. and you think you're gonna go vegetarian there it's probably got bacon your green beans are definitely laced with pork <laughs> they are absolutely um so really you can kind of pick your pork um, yes. It could be bacon. It could be andouille sausage or ham or mm-hmm. ham hock is great yep. to put in any kind of bean or yep. pea. Um, some people like to put onion, mm-hmm. garlic. You can put lots of different kinds of herbs. I mean, some of the recipes I looked at that were from New Orleans had, mm. you know, Creole seasoning or Cajun yeah. seasoning. Yeah. Um, sometimes you might have bay leaves in there. Those are very flavorful when you're cooking yes. things. Um, but usually it's going to have some kind of meat. And your 
you know, need to give yourself time because these aren't going to necessarily take all day. No, but, but yes, this not is not something you whip up in 10 minutes. Fix. I would right. say you're going to need a minimum of 35, 45 minutes yeah. to make these. Which, I mean, that's the case with a lot of rice, even. That's true. You know, 20, so I don't know how yeah. long people are giving themselves to make dinner sometimes, but I just yeah. have to so remind Yeah, so start myself. this first, and then you can kind of walk away. Once it's simmering, you don't have to watch it. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so put your... Um, uh, yet another reason you need a good Dutch oven. Yes. Because it's perfect for making this. Um, put in your meat, your garlic, your onion, whatever. Get that going a little bit with a little bit of oil or the bacon fat. Um, put your beans or peas <laughs> in there. <laughs> um, you could even dump them in frozen. Right. Doesn't have to be. You exactly. Know, if you're using dried, they may need to soak. You'll have to read the bag. Yeah. And so yeah. anyway, toss your beans in. I like to put chicken stock okay, in there just because I think it makes it more flavorful. I bet. Yeah. And then fill it with water just till it's up over the peas. Okay. You know, just however much it takes to get it over just the peas. Just get them covered. Yep. Get it up to boiling. Yep. And then just turn it down and let it simmer for, simmer. say, 35 minutes yeah. or 40, yeah. 45 minutes. So yummy. Serve them with the pork. You in could, there. I've even seen some people serve that over rice like taking the pork oh, yeah. and the peas or, or beans cornbread put it with put some it over. cornbread yeah. Yeah. and all that yummy pile it all on top of each other yeah goes in yeah um if you used a ham hock you're probably going to want to kind of shred yeah what was on there um yeah so yummy see that's this is so seasonal i think it is that's why i think of it for but, winter because yeah. it feels like comfort food to me but anyway um if it's summer, you could have it with some sliced tomatoes and fresh corn mm-hmm. or make some kind of a salad. I found some good recipes. I don't know that we need to go over them, but maybe you yeah. could just link them in the show notes. Sure. It's a yeah. couple of things you can try. Yeah. Um, There's a brand out of New Orleans called Camellia. Yes. And I'm not sure how widely distributed they are. I think but Publix has them. Okay. I don't know everywhere what who all carries yeah. them. So if you were looking to buy dried, that would be a good brand to look into they even have a seasoning blend as well that you can use in different things I haven't tried that but um it looked yummy and a couple other brands there's a couple out of South Carolina I've used Anson Mills before yeah the only problem with that is for free shipping you have to spend I think it's 35 dollars that's a lot lot. of peace That's so, like putting your food rations aside for like apocalyptic days or yeah, something. Yeah, I do keep, I get grits sometimes and farro and different things and just stick it in the freezer and use mm-hmm. it slowly. But anyway, that is one option. And there's another brand called Geechee Boy Mill. Yep, we've mentioned them before. They make the Sea Island Red Peas and... That when just I, sounds fun. When I make Hoppin' John, I, that's my preference is yeah. to have that. But I have made it with Black Eyed Peas if I don't have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of fun sometimes to have something different um, with a different flavor than just... And I'm not crazy about Black Eyed Peas. I like some of the other breeds better. So... Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll link those recipes in the show notes and I feel like I've given Sean of the South way too much talk time today, but I did, if you don't mind, I'll read just a short blurb Brandon, from we love something him. that he wrote recently 
Did um, he write about field peas? That, oh, my Lord. We laugh about the overlap we see. I haven't looked at my new Southern this, Living that this just actually, came, but I'm like, oh, it's this, probably got. No, this was um, a story he wrote last year. Okay. Um, I don't know if he wrote it in winter or summer. I didn't pay that close of attention. But um, yeah, so he was saying, I remember when I was a boy, my mother used to host church get togethers at our house. All the ladies would arrive early to arrange the buffet table and I would volunteer to help. You should have seen those casseroles, cakes, and platters. Each dish contained enough saturated fat to kill a Clydesdale. Oh, my goodness. And the field peas. Everyone always went for the peas first. You had to be quick or the peas would disappear. Sometimes they were gone by the time you reached the dish. But then other times you were lucky. Not only would you find plenty of peas, but you would also get a hunk of pork. When this <laughs> happens, it's like winning a door prize from above. It is one of those little moments that often go unnoticed. But when you string a million moments like this together, they make life beautiful. Oh, my goodness. How <laughs> cute. That's um, precious. So anyway, he just said, if you ask me, good food is evidence that no matter what life looks like and no matter what people say, life is good. Good. At least that is what I believe. Love it. So, yeah, that's that is a popular item at some true church potlucks. Yes. Like, I don't see them often. Yes. But, you know. You know, another thing I think about at our Stubblefield family reunion was our Aunt Phyllis also grew um, those green onions. Yes. Where if there was any kind of bean or pea, you would just eat that next to it. Like, yes. just literally crunchy. Like, a lot of people like, <laughs> like to do that. pulled out of the ground. Yes, and washed and just eat it like that. Um, that, to me, mentally goes next to beans and cornbread. That's true. Like that just I've never seen anyone together. eat, just crunch right into it like that until I came to until our that family reunion. reunion. Okay, well. Special memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that gives kind of an overview. I mean, it's simple, but... Yeah, there's just lots of breeds. And I think we so often get stuck in um, hearing black-eyed pea. Yeah. And there's so many others out there. Yeah. They're just a little harder to find. Yeah. Um, at least in, you know, the grocery store. They're not necessarily hard to find at a farmer's market or right. something like that regionally in the South. Yeah. But if you are um, traveling or if you live in the South and you go to a... Um, place that has that as a side you should try it yeah to see oh, if it, especially sure. if it has a one you've never tried before I mean I would say most meat and threes have something offer like something similar there. yeah and if you try one you don't like it maybe try again because I'm not a big fan of black eyed peas but I do like some butter beans so. some of the other yeah, yeah. so how fun all right sis hope everyone is encouraged and hungry right <laughs> it's kind of the the quick synopsis of today's episode we will leave you with passing of the peace peace be with you and also with y'all <laughs> <laughs>